everybody and welcome to the Two Smoking Microphones podcast. My name's Connor. And my name's Harry. Hello. I usually say a stupid thing, but like this is different. We're doing different things this week. We are. and Also, we're back. We're back. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> we've been gone for a, for a couple of... Well, to be fair, we did pre-warn that, you know, things might be a little bit more sporadic. Um, yeah, we did... So, um, we did promise, you know, a couple of things, like our Free Guy and Shang-Chi reviews, but there's plenty of those out there. Just go and read. Yeah, exactly. Free Guy. Yeah, it was right. <laughs> good fun. Yeah, I, I, I like... Free Guy was right, good fun. Harry still hasn't seen Shang-Chi. No, I've seen it. Uh, well, hopefully seeing it soon. Um, yeah. But no, it's look. Good. I thank, liked it. Thank you so much for coming back. Again, like we said, things, yeah. things are a bit sporadic, but you, life, like, as Jeff Goldblum says, life has a way. And he says life finds a way. Fuck. Um, <laughs> look, fucked this up already. <laughs> life, life just got in the way a little bit. Covid is still here. We both still have full time jobs, so things are a little bit more sporadic than well, than we mine, like mine to is be. technically part time. We <laughs> both have a full time and part time job, and they're they're <laughs> a bit more sporadic than we would like. But what matters is yeah. is that we always come back. And what matters is also is that we promised we were going to change things up a little bit, shake things up, and you know, do things differently. Um, so we do have an idea for what we're going to do this week, and it might not work, but we'll see. This is a trial run. Exactly. And look, like, look, we said we always come back, right? And and someone that famously says that is the Doctor from Doctor Who. Boom. Segway. That's right. I fucking laid the groundwork. Segui. It wasn't. It wasn't. A that's how it's. That's how it. That's how it's spelled. Oh. It's not. But it's S E G U E Segway. When you said when you mean it like that, it's S E G W A Y. When you're talking about the vehicle, the Segway. Oh shit! I always <laughs> thought it was the same one as the vehicle. No, no, no. Yeah, no. It's spelled S E G U E. Well. Going off to a fly and stuff. We also, we also. That's why I'm the writer. <laughs> yeah, true. We also want to pre. Speaking of writer. Yeah. What we're gonna before we <laughs> and tell speaking you, of Doctor Who. Yeah. Sorry. Before we tell you the idea up front, right? When we go into a usual episode, we usually both come in with some notes, and we we have a we have a we have the idea, and we have notes, and we want to talk about. This time we're completely kind of freestyling it. We've got the idea, but we we just want to we just want to kind of freestyle and wing it a bit and see where we go. We want to make it more. <laughs> conversation and less script I guess yeah well less less we're just reading off opinions and with that we want to spend less time talking to you and more time doing some something doing something that makes I don't know makes entertaining listen I guess I don't know might not you might not like this at all you might want us to go back to the old format in which case fuck off sorry we'll do that we'll do that next week yeah <laughs> Uh, go on then. Who knows? Or you might, or you might want to hear us do what we're going to do this week, which is we're going to start trying to write. I was going, I did say this originally as our own Doctor Who episode, but I think more we'll try and aim, do it right because I, we both studied film, yeah. So I think we should try and write it as a film. Okay. All right. So like with the structure of a film and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, I'm up for that. Um, which is actually how I've started sort of approaching writing my other things is like even if it's like novel writing I'm like trying to approach it with the structure of a film but then just splitting it into as many chapters as I want but anyway yeah so we're going to try and write our own Doctor Who film we're not going to promise that it's going to be good but oh no this is going to just this is going to be shit it's like <laughs> but we're going to we're going to do our best this is also spurning off one of our most popular segments which is where we always try and write our own Fast and Furious movie, but instead of going right out of the gate and doing that one, <laughs> yeah, true. because we will get there. <laughs> okay, right. To start off, we need to decide on the Doctor themselves. Are we going to do so existing or do I have had new? Well, this is why I was also looking at the film idea. Is I was saying we could try and approach this from an idea of this is maybe not connected to the series in a way in that you don't have to know anything about Doctor Who to watch this that we're going to write okay yeah like um... maybe you can you maybe you can have things that like are links to other things obviously but maybe you leave it a bit more open um and then yeah when we talk about the doctor themselves it it's harder because i think it's harder to get across your own version of a doctor so we could just pick one 
I would... and use that Doctor's personality. Oh, yeah, I would say, a bit like Peter Cushing's Doctor Who films, right? It was it was instead of like, instead of them picking the Doctor and doing just kind of a separate non-canonical film, they did they picked two episodes in particular and did a non-canonical Doctor. So maybe, mm. yeah, maybe we pick a Doctor so we kind of have that starting point and go from there. Yeah. So like and where where we're doing this then so for the doctor it's more we don't have to know a lot of the story of the doctor because I was also thinking about it we should we don't we might not even do this from the perspective it's not done from the perspective of the doctor like he's the hero but he's maybe not the protagonist. Yeah, no, not necessarily. We could do this from yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the companion's point of view. Like I know they've done that a lot. I mean Doctor Who basically is that. It's meant to be from the com- kind of the companion's point of view. I like especially with like when we were first introduced to Rose, like that's very much we're we're in Rose's position. Yeah. And I feel like more and more nowadays it's become more we're put in the doctor's shoes instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially with twelve and you know thirteen, I, mean? I think. Yeah, so if we put this back to a little bit of uh early new who <laughs> <laughs> okay, so who 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 should we go with? I feel like we're both going to gravitate towards ten. Oh yeah, I'll, I mean, I'm almost thinking like yeah, I feel like he's he's your go-to. He's interesting. He's your go-to because I mean, he's he's my favorite. I know he's not your personal favorite, but he's he's my joint he's... favorite. He's my joint favorite. Yeah. Um, do you know who with... my favorite Doctor is? You just said David Tennant. No, do you know who my favorite Doctor is? Just just. No. Humor me. No, I don't. Who's your favorite doctor? Oh, the Do- doctor. Doctor Who. Just the doctor. There's only one. Oh shit! Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you were like just humor me, and I genuinely got confused. Nah, it's Doctor Phil. Um. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Phil, man, what a show! Actually, we we're talking. Actually, I've just thought about something. Or we could just like grab a random actor and say, "This is who's playing the Doctor in our film." But now let's just. <laughs> let's do it. But it should be. It should start right. It should start where he's on an episode of Doctor Phil. He's he's had a bit of trouble <laughs> lately. He could have got Rose Tyler pregnant. I know it's not canonical. That's why I'm saying it. <laughs> She's like, I want these child disability disability. Right, Charles disabled as well. I want these. <laughs> you can stop me as I'm talking. I don't need to keep digging this. No, no I'm writing all this down. This is all going into the film. <laughs> I'm letting you write it now. I'm just typing it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah, stop. <laughs> um, so we know the Doctor is going to be the tenth Doctor. We know his personality. We know what he wears. We, we know. <laughs> right. Okay. So first character is tenth Doctor, but with he's just Doctor. He's just the Doctor. Yeah, I think, and every, obviously every good doctor needs a friend slash companion. It doesn't have to be one, it can be more than one. Well, he's going to meet this companion, so we want to re- really, so, because this is the first episode of, we will revisit this, it might might not be weekly, like, we might do something else week to week, but we're going to come back to this either way. Yeah, this might um, be like more of a monthly, say, a monthly thing. Yeah, so I was saying main. this episode is kind of, we need to figure out this character we need to figure out who the companion is like this main character who they are where they come from in terms of their background um what their motivations are in life and yeah i think this episode should be should be the companion character and possibly the end like characters in general and then the next one we can do settings and then we can get into story yeah we're gonna we'll, we'll We'll have plenty of time to kind of like figure out what's what we're going to do with antagonists because we could just because with that it's more of a we'll probably it. pick a classic villain or something like that. Yeah, it'll probably be the Daleks. Who fucking knows? <laughs> Let's be honest, it fucking will be, will it? Or the Master. It'll be Davros's uh, twin brother Dave. <laughs> oh no, it's Davros. No, no, I'm Dave Ross. I'm Dave Ross. Please. Dave please, Ross. Please. No, get no, this Dave right. Ross. I'm Dave Ross. <laughs> Dav- Dave Ross. No, Dave. Ross, Ross is my surname. Dave Ross. I'm just Dave Ross. Oh, okay. Can it be? Can it be? It is Dave Ross, but he's using a pseudonym. He's Dave Ross, and he's trying to just live a normal life. He's just living a normal life. That's another film idea. Going to a Lord Dreads do his washing. <laughs> and every epi- every episode, it's like he's just he no he he runs like a, a store or something like that. He runs like a corner shop. Um, and every episode, this is a series now. Every episode. 
uh, the doctor just shows up and he's just like, I'm on to you, Dave Ross. <laughs> <laughs> but he can't get, but he's not doing anything bad. He's not like, he's not built any Daleks or anything like that, but he still looks like Davros. Yeah, he still looks fucking like a mutant. <laughs> with a he's Dalek, still Davros, with the like, bottom Dalek But he's body. just doing, he's just living, he's just living a happy life. Ah, <laughs> oh, incredible. Right. Dave Ross, I think just make a note of it, right? Just so we have it. I say just have it have it as a no. Dave Ross. Can has Davros ever shown the ability to like possess someone? Not to my knowledge, but that doesn't mean he can't. That and it's our own idea, so we could that could be the villain. The villain could be Davros, but he's like speaking through like, I don't know, the president, prime minister who's going by the name Dave Ross. Who's very much like <laughs> Boris Johnson. David Ross. Explains why Boris Johnson is so fucking weird. I feel like we will end up coming back to this next week I'm fucking really I'm loving it already right okay right okay Uh, so look Doctor Doctor. so the companion who are they yes we've got the the Doctor we've got David Ross David Ross David David Rossi as from Criminal Minds Um, right okay companion let's start with one do we want male or female well, there's there's more than just that, but yeah, how, no, we're both uh, men, so, so I say apolo- we could just do a male. Or... Apologies, yeah. Obviously, <laughs> uh, everyone knows what I mean. I apologise if, if some, anyone. Yeah, is no, of course, no, of course. We um, we can't speak from we can't speak from the point of view of anyone trans or from women for that. But we could make it like it's a it's another female companion. But it's up to that's up to us, isn't it? We can only really speak from the cisgendered, straight white man. Well, I mean, we I'm can not always white, but, you know. we can always have more than one companion. But it could always be that we could start off with a male companion and then as we get further into the story maybe we bring someone in like Maddie for example yeah. or someone to then help us write from a female perspective a different perspective maybe yeah well we could we, or we can just come up with we actually from, from this point from this point we don't actually I think we could leave their gender their sex to last and then we'll just come up with who they are okay yeah yeah yeah, yeah. as a person because just because you're not your personality isn't obviously defined by your gender so no I tell you, let's start with age range then what kind of age group do we think I think I think um late teens young adult maybe yeah I was gonna Just say because... like around like the 21-ish to 25 mark maybe yeah I want it to be a character who's because we want them to have some sort of conflict in their life and we want them to learn something across this across this story yeah yeah they've got to come to the end of it having um, reached a reached a, a journey a goal yeah well they die in the end who knows um <laughs> could do by dave ross yeah dave ross is gonna kill him and or them uh well so i keep going to write dave so this companion is we'll say i'll say 18 to 25 yeah, 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 I think that's good. I think that's that's I think that's fitting. <laughs> Generic age range, but it's fine. Eighteen to twenty-five. Like, where where do they? We're gonna. Are we gonna say they come from England just because it's? Makes I think. Sense. Yeah, I think we have to make it a bit relatable to us in terms of. Yeah, we know what to talk about. So yeah. you know, England probably Londonish based. Maybe not living, but for either maybe like university or job or. I'll say yeah. I just say England, and then like that's what I'm trying to figure out. It's like, what are they doing? Are they still like uh, someone who's in an in education? Who's if they get whisked away on a time traveling adventure, that they're they're going to be missed? <laughs> yeah. Like who? Yeah. Who's around them in their life? Like who's? What's their current their current conflicts? Really, is what we want to. What if they had like a core? What if they were part of a core group of friends? So that when when they go on this adventure and they go they go missing it's more because you always see you always see what happens to oh the family wonders where it's or a significant other it's never they're part of a group of friends and the rest of the friends are like what's what's going on they're just gone we kind of saw that with um ryan is it was his name oh shit yeah maybe not he had we had one friend or something like that that was like you just ran away you dingus um but we could do that. I feel like it is always family. It's always then. It's always their family getting in trouble or something. So it could just be like a group of friends, maybe. Yeah, because it could. Or, it, yeah, it could be that the family just genuinely doesn't give a shit. 
could be. Yeah, that could be a conflict in it as well. Yeah. They've got a kind of... So they're, like... they're scared to make their own way in life. And the Doctor is this person that comes down and goes, you can you can adventure out by your own. You, you can do things. You know, you're more than what you think. And maybe like a character who's kind of like isolated from other people, maybe. Like rather than it being a group of friends. Like maybe they have a couple of close friends, but it's more of a... They kind of need to... From, from the perspective of like how... I don't know. I can't quite. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So maybe maybe they do have a good core group of friends, but they don't they don't feel validated enough, or they don't feel like they deserve to be in this kind of this group of friendship. Um, and yeah. their journey could be one of kind of self discovery and realizing they're they're more important and more worthwhile than they think. Yeah. Cool. 16, coming, in, 16 like coming into their own coming coming of age in a way then 16 minutes in we're already getting quite profound fuck now bring Dave Ross back well it's got you <laughs> no you, you, you your characters have got to be interesting and relatable haven't they it's always no, yeah, it's always the thing sure. you, you're told um what's we want we want them to feel like obviously because it is uh, travelling with the Doctor to be an escape from reality obviously yeah, I think I think when they first meet, I think it. Obviously, I know this goes a bit more into the story, but I think when they meet the Doctor, it should be the Doctor crashes into their life in some kind of adventure, small case adventure, and you know he then offers to bring them along, and they're very very hesitant because they're quite an anxious person, quite an anxious individual, um, and eventually doesn't doesn't necessarily mean they say yes. Maybe something happens to make them go to go with him maybe yeah. she gets transported somewhere I don't know but through through mm. going with him again she goes on that kind of journey they go sorry they go on that kind of journey of realising their, their, their realising their worth basically yeah I'm quickly going to look up I need to because I didn't get a chance to look through my notes and that I'm going to quickly look up like the film story structure um, narrative structure essentially there's lots of different ways. Obviously, everyone will go to beginning, middle, end, but there's a lot more to writing a film than that. Yeah, you'd be, <laughs> you'd be very surprised. So <coughs> we need, yeah, because I, I, as I always know, the film needs to start off with like the setup and like the the their normal the, the normality of the world essentially. Yeah. Then like the the setup, the normality, and then it needs to be. Well, the the inciting incident. Remember that phrase? Fucking hell, that phrase haunts me. Inciting incident, which is like the the turn, like no, not the turning point. Like the inciting incident or disturbance. I've heard it used, been referred to as. Yep. Yep. Um. Which is it? And then there's a turning point. So like you know, what is the big turning point in the first act that gets the the plot really moving? Like gets the main character moving along in what they're doing. Um. This just says the midpoint, so it's then in the middle of your screenplay is where the stakes are raised and the audience finds out the true capability of the characters and the potential drama that awaits. Obstacles, subplots, and other conflicting conflicting events threatening the hero's overall goal begin to unfold, giving the audience plenty to root for or against. In the first Harry Potter film, the midpoint is when Harry's broom loses control during the Quidditch match and Hermione, believing Snape is trying to hurt Harry, sets his cloak on fire. This moment shows the possible foe these young characters are up against and what they're willing to do to save one another. That's a good point, actually. Yeah, and then yeah. Okay. So yeah, the midpoint's kind of learning more about like who the enemy is in that point. I guess what the conflict really is. Like you, you're getting the disturbance. You get like the recognition and the attempt to fix it. As I've again, that's how it's been described to me in in like when I did my screenplay and that in school in film studies, film production in the course. In the in the um, thing we got the degree in. Yeah. Um. So then, the midpoint can be finding out, you know, more. Inf- obviously, you're finding more information out about the threat. Yep. I'll make that note here. Um, what comes up? The despair. At this point, in the screenplay, the world has gotten the best of the heroes, and all hope is lost. Both internal and external conflicts are heightened towards the end of Act Two, and the main characters have reached a low point. So basically, yeah, the low point. <laughs> Just wrote that down. And uh, then you get, uh, well, it says the redemption, but then you get the climax, and then you get the resolution. 
the climax is obviously the big bit at the end. Da, 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 the resolution, like basically the new the resolution or new normality, you know, the world going back to normal or, you know, what what comes next, whatever however you want this yeah. to be. Okay. So Okay, so So and then obviously we want to set up the character the main character, not necessarily the doctor. I think the inciting incident is a threat and the doctor being met at the same time. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Which again is like the structure of like the episodes, for example. So if you think of Rose, the setup is her normal. The, the episode Rose, the setup is you know we get to know her life, and then the inciting incident is what happens with the you know the 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 autons, isn't it? Yeah. And then the Doctor shows up, and then the midpoint is her trying to find out more about the Doctor, isn't it? Yeah. So that's a good actually that's a good example of an episode to go by. We just want it to not be exactly the same. I think. I don't know. It's a, it's a weird one. I think even having it that this character is accidentally tagged along with the Doctor, it's not a matter of the Doctor wanting them there. Yeah, actually. Because we want the, the Doctor them we want the Doctor themselves to be a mystery. I think as well. Yeah. Okay, so we've got so, we've got a character we've got a character who who uh, is quite anxious. They're a bit they're a bit they feel a bit unvalidated. They feel like they need this kind of they need something to make them feel a bit more worthwhile in what they do. They're between basically us. Yeah, they need they're between eighteen and twenty five. <laughs> they have a group of friends that they don't really feel like they deserve slash belong to be in. Oh God, I'm back in uni. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> um, they're obviously they're they're a student. What 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 should they study? We don't have to go into that too yet. We could just make them a struggling writer. Every every writer writes about a struggling, struggling writer. writer. Yeah. All right. So they're they're a student. No. They're a student. They could be a student, or they could just be someone. Because I I'm I'm also thinking. I don't know. I'm thinking from the perspective of just like, oh, fucking, I can't be bothered to write about students. Like, it could just be someone where it doesn't matter. I don't think it matters right now because now that I've written the story stuff, I'm also starting to think a little bit about how we in- how we're going to introduce the Doctor. I don't want to introduce him when the threat starts. Maybe we set it up that the Doctor is sort of how in like I'm just going back to all the old David Tennant episodes and all the old New Who now, but like how. He's pretending to be a teacher in that episode, whatever it's called. School reunion. Yeah, that one. Okay. Like, so it could be a matter of that, because that way we kind of get to introduce the character of the Doctor before they reveal they are the Doctor. Yeah. And remember, we're doing this from a perspective perspective where someone who's sitting down to watch this film, and if it is like the 10th Doctor, they're not going to go, oh, that's David Tennant. I obviously know he's the Doctor. Yeah, there'll be people that don't know who he is. Yeah, I mean, trailers would ruin it, but you know, of that doesn't matter. And it's, this is from the writing sense, so we could do it. We could do it where he's not necessarily he's not necessarily focused on, but it could already be a character that our main character finds some solace in. Counselor. Maybe I'm trying to think of what could the Doctor be doing that. Because we want to, that could be something to do with the threat as well. Like, what's their position? Yes, it's it's going it's going to be either our character is going to be somewhere that the doctor is at directly, yeah. or something's going to happen to them where the doctor is nearby and happens to just kind of get involved in. Not necessarily yeah, out of world threat. It's going to be like no, it's going to be like a circumstance that is going to bring them together. Obviously, yeah, but having them like in the same place already rather than it be the doctor just shows up hmm. so it could be a matter of, yeah i'm trying to think of it from the perspective of is the doctor there already but then if it's like something like a counselor it's like what's the what's the what benefit is the doctor getting from being a counselor yeah i don't want it to be like i don't want this character to have any connection to what's happening i don't want it to be one of those oh my god you're the key kind of thing yeah you know? yeah it's got to oh do the chosen one we don't want any of that shit you were just in the right place at the right time yeah or wrong place wrong time yeah true. <laughs> depending on how you look at it okay um hmm. <laughs> it's, 
it's rough. Writing, writing's, writing's hard. <laughs> a situation. Yeah, this this first episode is going to be we've established we're, gonna, we're establishing this our, our companion slash how they meet the Doctor. That will be what this episode yeah, is, not, just so everyone is aware. Yeah, we're not going into like big plot points or anything like that right now. I just want it to like we're not going into like step by step, beat by beat kind of shit. I yeah. just want to be like. But if we establish how, how are we gonna? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, if they if we establish how There's they meet the Doctor, we'll kind know of the character. Esta- yeah. We'll learn. We'll learn about the character through figuring out what the Doctor's doing as well. I didn't, you know, I was trying to push the Doctor to the side, and I thought, no, wait, because then it makes more sense. Because we're not doing this as a, as a. If it was a, if it was like a pilot to a TV series, again, we could, we'd have the, we'd have a little bit more leeway with what we're doing. We wouldn't have to be as big. But I like the idea of making it try to be a film because then, but then it's a matter of you can't just introduce the Doctor later. No, it needs to be introduced earlier, yeah. They need to be there earlier. I want the film to be... From the beginning, it's meeting the character. I don't want it to be one of those, like, oh, the character wakes up and goes about their day. Those intros are always boring. What if it's it's something just completely random and mundane? Like, something to do with, I don't know, our character's just in a... This is just an example. Our character's just in a museum looking at a, a certain exhibit... And they nearly knock something over to which the doctor's walking past and catches it. It can be something as as kind of mundane and random as that. And they just kind of get chatting. Could we go... Okay. Could we go younger with the character, maybe? Not, like, too young. But to the point where it's, like, I don't know, 15, 16, maybe. And it's a school trip. Yeah. Yeah. And the doctor is, like, their guide or something like that. because And they're at this museum because the doctor needs to see something. Right, yeah, what if, yeah, so it could be, well, it could, either, it could be a school slash sixth form college trip if we want to make it like 16, yeah. 17, for example. Yeah, I mean, that's, an, it could, it could, it could still be like university age as well. I did like, and it could be like a, a trip, a, like, for an example, for example, it doesn't have to be a trip that's like, oh, it's a one day thing. They're at this place for like a week or something like that. They could, we could set it in a different country, even though we don't know a lot about other countries, probably apart from like America. <laughs> yeah, well, even that, if, or like, even if it's like a university, it could just be like a form of assignment thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're, they're it could be her and her friends. Yeah, it could be like this is a, this is a, this is a, mo- a module that they're doing, but because, but the teacher has decided to be like, oh, I want to take you on this trip to see this thing directly, yeah. and. It happens to be that the doc—it's the doctor who's the teacher. It's the doctor that's chosen this place because he needs to see, wants to see something. But yeah, but it could be—it's hard. He couldn't just get in. I mean, this, then this this does limit the doctor's capabilities a little bit, maybe. But what if what if from um, the doctor's point of view, he kind of snuck in using the kind of obviously we won't find this out right away, but for our benefit, from the doctor's point of view, he's kind of snuck in to go look at this thing, and he's been mistaken as a tour guide. So the only way to not get caught out is to be a tour guide to these, this particular group of of people, and that's how he just happens to meet our character. Perhaps I'll write it down as an idea. Doctor as a tour guide, uh, mistaken identity essentially. Because I like, I do like, but then it's like the idea of basically we take a little bit of what the Doctor has away. So, for example, he couldn't just walk up with his psychic paper, for example, and be like, oh, I'm this person, I, I'm allowed in here. Yeah. I want it to be an idea of he's had to do something to get in here, but then it's like, how do you just become a become a teacher, like, or something like that, you know, that kind of thing? It's, just, it's hard to think about. It could even be the point of view of if we maybe... Because I'm trying to think also is that when we're doing this, Doctor Who is obviously known for being... It's a time travel show. Yeah. Are we doing time travel in this? Oh, yeah. We've got to think about... Oh, do you reckon we'll go time travel or space travel or both? I'm thinking one or the other. I'm, um, but I... it's got to be... It's got to fit to the plot. And if it's time travel, it's only one time period we're going to. Yeah, I think... Or maybe we get, like, a... Not a montage, but we get, like, a sequence where... The doctor and the companion keep going to different places, like no wrong, wrong place, wrong, you know that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think time travel. Because that's a, that's a nice fun little gag as well, where you know you get you know the TARDIS is obviously known for being unreliable, and we can keep getting the doctor showing up, being like, no, we're in the wrong place, and the, this young character's like, this is their first time. Obviously, they're like, oh my god, my mind is blown. What the hell is going on? That kind of this is their introduction to 
well, who the Doctor is, and he's just this clumsy oaf that's like, oh, I'm not doing that. He's not clumsy, but you know what I mean? He's yeah. like, the TARDIS is always known for being unreliable. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think, I think, think with time travel, you, you kind of have things to go off, so it's a bit more helpful in terms of when we're formulating. Space travel will be a bit more creative because we'll have to create it from scratch. Yeah. So I'd say maybe for this first yeah. idea, maybe stick to time travel just for that kind of guiding line because obviously we can we can make things up within that time period but the time period itself we can look for some inspiration oh yeah this is that that would be a matter of like we'd have a research episode where we'd go and like look at different time periods to try and figure out one that might suit the story well that could even be the next time we do it that could be the next one we'll go away and we'll look at specific time periods to start crafting a setting yeah because then the the point i was going to then make was if we're doing time travel um, we need the TARDIS but I was also going to say what if it's a matter of he doesn't have the TARDIS at the moment what if he doesn't have a TARDIS but he has um, we'd have to obviously explain what it is but he has like a vortex manipulator type device which he gets and that's why it's a bit more which but no or yeah. a, a kind of could always have and then, because then I get it's weird because then it's like then when do you bring in the TARDIS? Like you don't bring it, you wouldn't bring it in in the midpoint. You wouldn't bring it in. I mean, you could bring it in in the midpoint, and it could be because I want it to be like we're not. I don't. I, don't, I want time travel. If we're doing time travel, I want it to be introduced in the first act. What if? What if the TARDIS is in the museum? Something's happened. We don't know what it is until maybe later on in the film. It could be a bit of exposition, and he's gone into this museum to get his TARDIS back. But when he and could we when, when he goes to get have, it, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, could we have the the the, uh, the chameleon circuits working at the moment, and it breaks in the film? Yeah. So he's been he's is his TARDIS. So we accidentally go back to the nineteen. We accidentally go back to the nineteen fifties in that sequence I'm telling you about, and it gets stuck as a police box. Yeah. Because at the minute, maybe he's got it working. It's been disguised. It's in the museum. He's trying to find it. He comes across these group of people who think he's this tour guide, and he's just trying to go along with it because it gets him. It's 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 enabled him to be able to see more of the museum without getting caught. Um, and maybe that's how him and our character kind of just get introduced and get chatting to each other because maybe they start noticing a bit like oh, he's acting a bit he's acting a bit weird like what the hell are you yeah. doing mate what the fuck um just just okay I thought of a little I thought of an idea of how we can then get into a little bit of the conflict side of it is there could be this like closed off part to this museum or wherever they are yeah um, and then it could be if it's a tour guide or if it's a teacher and this is where we have to decide that role it could be it's like maybe a lunch break kind of thing or like they're all just sitting down and then this main character sees the tour guide, the, doc- the doctor sneaking off and going in, like, in this different direction and they're like huh, wonder what what's going on there and you could even have during the scenes like, where they're going on the tour you could even have the this main character could maybe be quite isolated in the sense where maybe they don't have like any real friends in this in this group here and they grab they they find like the the doctors telling them all these things as they're going through the museum and this character is very interested in that yeah i mean that the the, the person the character connects with in this group is the doctor all right Yeah, yeah 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 i get you and then that's why when he's when he's sneaking off or something like that, this character's like intrigued and decides to follow. Or it could even be the main character accidentally stumbles upon this mystery and the doctors followed them. I think either could work. Yeah. I think it's about what we we would find more intriguing to plot. I'm also yeah, I'm trying to think about if if you were in this situation, just think about just humor me for this minute. Okay. If you're in this situation where um, you're this this is really cool tour guide, like you're really interested in what he's talking about, and you saw him just going off in a different direction when you're on your lunch break, would you personally? I know my answer at the moment. Would you personally be like, I'm going to go follow them? I wouldn't. No, you know what it would be if I saw this really interesting tour guide who who as we walk past like a restricted section. If they had pointed out, right, no one's really meant to go in here. Even staff are kind of meant to stay away, so we're just going to skip mm-hmm. past this one. Yeah. 
and then we had a lunch break and then I saw them go into that bit and they said that no one's allowed in it would yeah. pique my curiosity to I wouldn't follow them I'd maybe take a little peek inside and then be like oh okay whatever and then come back out unless I saw something when I was peeking in but I wouldn't go out of my way to follow them I think I've actually I think I've got it actually now and this 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 puts the doctor back to like the teacher role we could say this is like the first week of like a course a university course or something like that yep uh, and they've decided to take all the kids on a trip with kids all the students on a trip to be like oh it gives you a chance to kind of know each other yeah um, it kind of gets you out and about a little that, bit more rather stuck yeah. in the lecture hall and you could have that the doctor's maybe and not the teacher but he's an assistant Okay. Yeah. And he's 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 intentionally been getting in got into this position because he knows this trip's gonna happen, and he's like, I need to go and like a like a sorry like um for example, uh when when we have when you have of course you'd have someone that's the kind of head of that particular module, and then you would have yeah. you would have the people that would need your seminars who are kind of doing their own course BAs, <laughs> and like like when, um, I don't want, I don't want to name drop the person because I don't know if we're allowed to kind of do. I'll, I mean, right you can say it. their first name. I was like Marcus. I was like, say, like Marcus. Basically, the, basically Marcus is the doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mark, Marcus was. Oh someone... my god! What if no? I just. What if it's not David Tennant, tenth doctor? What if we just literally used Marcus's personality Fucking and hell. made him the doctor? I mean, he'd be a good doctor. He would. We haven't. Was, I don't I like, really remember like him Marcus. too. Well, basically, for context, Marcus was someone that, that when we had we had multiple modules, obviously over the course of three years, um, but we would have one module per year where he wouldn't lead the lectures. He wasn't ahead of certain modules, but he would lead a lot of seminars. So in our lectures, he would be sitting in the lecture himself to 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 watch the lecture because he was doing his yeah. own BA to to get a doctorate, mate, or be or not a BA, sorry, a graduate PhD. course. Um, not even a PhD, but no, he was doing. Yeah, he was doing. He's trying to get his doctorate. Yeah, wasn't he? Yeah. So maybe was the doctor's in that. Maybe the doctor's in that role. You know, he's he's he, like you said. He's kind of the assistant. Like like he attends the lectures. He's gone yeah. to this school trip. Like you said. Um, so you get the impression that that he's new as well. Like so. Yeah, first week, brand new. And he's kind of quirky, you know, because it's the doctor. Yeah, you know, he's got his. Would he be wearing? Would if he's David Tennant? Would he be wearing his pinstripe suit straight away? Um, <laughs> I'm thinking. I was thinking maybe we take him a bit. We give him. We make him a bit more casual right now. For, at least for now, <laughs> he can go into his iconic suit when he is the Doctor in the film. But at yeah. the moment, so you know when he has that that blue suit, yeah, pinstripe one. But you know the blue one. You know when he sometimes did it. So you know when it, with the Doctor Donna. You know that Doctor. He had like the open shirt, open collar, like the open shirt. Yeah. But he had like the suit jacket. Take away the suit jacket and have it like it's a the shirts the sleeves are like rolled up or something yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe just like a kind of low-hanging tie so he's still a which, bit he's which, a bit yeah. smart which isn't Im- but which isn't important right now but like <laughs> it's good for us though it it could even be yeah because i say it could even be maybe he doesn't yeah maybe he has the coat but not the suit jacket right now and he kind of takes the coat off and he's like oh i'm the cool guy you know i'm yeah, because obviously the, doc- the doctor, well, the doctor always thinks he's a lot cooler than what, they're a lot cooler than what they are, especially in these oh, situations. Yeah. Like, oh, look at me! I'm really cool. I know like, you're a bit of a dork, um, and maybe that's why <laughs> our character takes interest in them because they're like, oh yeah. no, you're oh, yeah. you're a bit like me, you know, you, you you're yeah. you're kind of trying to get yourself validated and get yourself to fit in with with your with these people, like I'm trying to do we're, with my friends. Yeah, we're actually really hitting our stride here. I think with this idea. <laughs> yeah, we're really going for it. Quick, keep going. It's like. Well, no, don't quick keep going. You've got to take it as space. So I'm going to quickly make... I haven't made many notes. So Doctor is an assistant on a university course. He's, he's he's new. The course is new. Well, not new. The course is... Like, it's the first week. Yeah. First week. Okay. So they're on a, they're on a school trip. So they can get to know each other. bonding experience which a lot of schools in that and even i'm sure universities do as well <laughs> yeah bonding experience uh this character is and the main character is very much not into like the whole uni culture you know not freshers and stuff like that is quite so isolated rest- restrained doesn't know anyone at the moment yep right now finds interest in the 
doctor. That's all I'm going to write right now, but we know what it means. Um, yeah, and then it's a. Ma- I think then it's a matter of. They have a tour guide, and the tour guide takes them past this restricted area. Who then tells them, the doctor maybe asks, "Oh, why can't we go into that area right now?" And they're like, "Oh, they, we've, this is restricted right now because you know we're they're, they're, we've got some like experts in there and doing something, you know." Yeah. So the doctors, and that could be to do with the threat. Like the experts are like trying people are trying to be like we need to get into this this TARDIS we know like they could be like we know what this is yeah so to be clear the doctor is trying to get his TARDIS back yeah so okay. the doctor does not have his TARDIS and that but the reason he doesn't have it is something we can learn later on in the story yeah um he has his screwdriver but we don't see it yet Um, and this is, but like, obviously, this is still we're just this is note making. We haven't gone into like how how are we introducing the character. How is it step by step going to happen? This is just these are this is an important part of it, though. I think the, how the Doctor and the main character get to know each other, yeah, or meet each other. So like, I think it's yeah. So so while Connor's while, while Connor's writing his notes, like we said, it's going to be this episode is a bit about our main character and how they meet the Doctor. The next episode will be more setting and and story beats slash other characters that might be involved there'll be a couple of planning episodes and then we'll actually get into the an episode where we go right let's start writing let's start actually story beating the first act the second act this, this is going to be a, a quite a few episodes of a, oh yeah of this thing. is like a series that's going to run i think this is like one of those maybe this could be bi-weekly and then we can do the other format bi-weekly you know what yeah maybe let's do that let's do this this will be our bi-weekly um kind of break and then that gives us two weeks to kind of gather up things for the other week so we you know we're keeping the other format for a little while and then maybe slowly as we get more ideas we'll phase that other one out a little bit but for now we'll do both so like yeah there's this restricted area the TARDIS is in there the doctor doesn't necessarily know it's in there but he just needs to get to it he's got maybe he does know yeah he's got he's got a strong feeling that's where it is yeah. He won't explain what... Well, we, we don't know why, but, yeah, he's got a strong feeling. This is where we would kind of get into, like... Obviously, specifically, we're not going to write this moment, but, like, we would have to think about how... So who's then who's then the, 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 the threat, the villain? Like, why do they want the TARDIS? That kind maybe of Maybe that's what... Yeah, maybe that's what... You know what you said about research? So, obviously, if we, have, if we give ourselves two weeks for the next yeah. episode after, if we both go away and think of a couple of time periods and a couple of villains and then we can come back and kind of brainstorm which ones would work best maybe mm-hmm. um, yeah okay because um, then I'm also trying to think because I'm trying to think like is this yeah is this threat going to be one that is in a different time period I don't think the threat themselves is in a different time period and I'm trying to think is it, why would there is there a, or it could just be once they the threat could just be on earth at this time yeah it could be that they have, they have to go back in time to learn more about said threat or yeah. why the threat has gone and maybe we could because this is then how we would introduce a lot of things about the doctor themselves we could introduce stuff like um maybe the doctor has recently regenerated and has the memories a little bit fuzzy yes and then it also introduces the concept of what the time lord is and how the doctor will then have to be like the doctor finding out more like maybe getting his memories back as the character's learning who he who he is yeah because he could go to he could go to quite far back where there's a there, there could be someone in the past that knew him or like some oracle whatever kind of kind of character that could then yeah they could, that could be kind of the middle of the film there's a scene where it fills you in on the time lord and their backstory and the doctor and he learns about it through going to the past and only through learning about that can he come back to the present to to solve this problem yeah and i also like the idea of maybe because of the recent regeneration the actually the actual idea i was going to say was when he first steps into the tardis again it doesn't recognize him okay yeah yeah, yeah. and that's what 
sends them all, or it sends puts the TARDIS into a frenzy, sending it back to all these different time periods. Maybe. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't like him when he's doing the controls and he tries to go because obviously the TARDIS, the TARDIS never takes him where he want, where they want to go. It takes him where they yeah. need to go, and maybe that gets a bit confused and he just try, he just starts going everywhere. And I'd like an I, I mean, the only thing we can say about that is that the characters can't see outside of the TARDIS unless they step outside of it or open the doors, so. It makes it a bit harder for it to just to do the sequence I was I thinking of where they keep going to different time periods. But it could just be the TARDIS takes them to a time period and then leaves them there. Yeah, or you could they always have the screen as well. You can always see it on screen. And then this is Of course, yeah. I mean you could even have the, the doctors like pointing it out or something like that. Or even maybe it's like it's the character themselves pointing it out and it's like what the screen's saying we're in seventeen fifty three, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And then I think the thing then the thing one of the that this could even be the um this could even be the first act turning point is the TARDIS takes them back somewhere and leaves them stranded there and then they've got to try and this is where the doctor then has to kind of learn about himself as well the doctor the doctor needs to become either they either it strands him there or it locks or itself locks. off yeah yeah I think that's actually a better idea. That's uh, yeah, I think we were on the same wavelength. <laughs> yeah, I think if they they get to where they the tires will then take them to where he where the doctor needs to go to learn about himself, locks itself off, and then he has to then go with our companion to learn all about this with help of the companion because obviously he's very alien. He might because he's a bit fuzzy. He might not be best inept in these times just yet. Mm. Um. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. Yeah, this is actually, this is we're actually doing a really good job with this. I think. Yeah, I think we're going really well. This is actually how we reveal we're the new showrunners for Doctor Who. <laughs> Ta-da! Oh, that'd be a dream. Um, of course it would. Well, look, we're fifty minutes in. We've got we've got how they meet. Should we go back to our character a little bit? Do you reckon we can now flesh our character out a little bit more? Maybe. Let me quickly look through that. I'm gonna quick. Let's quickly read through like the notes I have made. They're okay. very, they're very messy. So I've got. Uh, <laughs> actually, no, I don't know. My no- I'll, I'll have to refine these notes a bit. I won't read them through because I'm looking at them, being like, oh wow, this is a mess. I know, I know what points we want to talk about. I just need to refine it a little bit. So yeah, don't worry, I won't go through the notes right now then. But yeah, I like a lot of the ideas we've come up with actually about the Doctor being this. He's tried to yeah. Then it's got to be a matter of he does kind of know a little bit because he's like, oh, I'm drawn to this. I'm, I know what I'm, you know, he's kind of acting on impulse a little bit. Yeah, he's got, well, no, he's got to know enough to know that he has a TARDIS and it flies through time and space, but he doesn't know where it originated from. He knows he's not of actually, Earth, but he, do, he li- can't remember where he's from kind of yeah. thing. I was going to say, I like an idea about um, when he's maybe pointing something out in the museum, he could point at something and just, like reel off this explanation about what it is, where it's from, and how it got there. And then he'll just be like, I don't know how I know that. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Like, he's a bit like, huh, Cause that, I didn't know I knew that. <laughs> that could be what intrigues <laughs> or, our character. Or, yeah, or... Um, he, yeah, because he could be in the back of the group at the time, and it could be like the first thing the tour guide shows him. The tour guide says something, and then the doctor goes, "Actually, that's wrong." And you know, he's basically, "Well, actually." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then everyone, Tips everyone else, fedora. everyone else is a bit like, "What the fuck?" But our character kind of breaks away and goes, "How did you?" It goes back to him and goes, "Oh, that's really. In- I didn't. I didn't know that about that." And he's like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah." No, yeah, no, the main character goes back to him and says, "I didn't know that," and then he's like, "Neither did I." Because <laughs> yeah, I think that's that's a really good way to get our character and and the Doctor talking a bit more and get our character more interested in this this man more than yes. just he's just a he's just our one of our lecturers. It can be no, he's actually quite quirky, he's quite funny, but he's quite he's quite separate from us. Yeah. I actually really like that idea. I just came up with. <laughs> yeah, I fucking love that interrupts the tall guy and he's like and well actually them I'll, I'll know what that means well actually them <laughs> but isn't sure himself how he knows that <laughs> now that means we'd have to look up a fact we, uh, if only it wasn't COVID I'd be like we should go to a museum and like <laughs> yeah no well that can be well don't, don't get, you know we've got time yeah how he knows 
And even then, it's, it's a matter of we don't need to come up with every single thing. We don't need to know the fact right now until we're actually writing it. Yeah, I think the end goal for this bi-weekly series we've now got is we should mm-hmm. end up, end up, whether this is, right. yeah, we should write this on the podcast. The yeah, we should write it on the podcast. Oh, no, yeah, I'd love to, yeah, that's kind of, I know it, that is literally what the Story Break podcast is, but this is us genuinely being like, no, we actually, we're so interested in this. Yeah, I would, I'm, I'm happy to properly, let's, yeah, this is our new, guys, this is your new bi-weekly T-Smoke and Mike Friends uh, installment. Yeah. <laughs> it's official. It's official. As of now, every other week, we will come back to this story. Like we said, it's going to be a lot of planning for a little while. Then we'll get into story beats, and then we'll start writing it. And obviously, there'll be occasions where we'll ask you guys for your input as well. You know, we'll ask you to email in with ideas, or there might be a yeah. week where we say, right, if we stop here, email your ideas in. Um, and this is this is also where you'd be able to like share it amongst any Doctor Who people you know. <laughs> yeah, which is quite a lot. I hope, and if and if they uh, don't, hopefully not any too hard, too many hardcore fans because they might not like it. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. If you obviously, look, I'm a I'm a hardcore Doctor Who fan, but this is this is for us. This is a bit. It's fun. It's interesting. It's exciting. If you don't like it, we don't need to. We don't need to know. We don't need to know it, it, unless it's a kind of. You know what? I'm cri- I'm not criticizing you, but I'm just gonna let you know. Maybe this is not the right kind of thing to say maybe go this angle that's different but if it's a you're a you're a beep 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 and yeah. screw you it's a bit like or even no, you yeah. can, you we'll can... take suggestions on like where it could go and stuff like that like oh you could use this historical time period and that kind of thing i might i was gonna say i know a friend i have a friend that studied history but it's more like modern history in terms of like the last century kind of in the century around the previous century kind of thing but it's like uh, that's not that's not interesting enough <laughs> yeah that's fair nothing happened then just the industrial revolution <laughs> and the wars yeah true now let's go back to tudor times let's... i used to like oh, i used to know so much about the tudors i used to learn a lot about japan there was a question actually about like um on one of the tv program on one of the quiz shows which was about oh what what war was the battle of bosworth take place in and i was just like Battle of Bosworth, 22nd of August, 1485, was uh, the War of the Roses. Fucking hell. <laughs> and, I'm like, and I'm like, I remembered that from year f- three? <laughs> That's insane. I don't even remember if I had breakfast this morning. We did a, we did like a, well, you know when you did school plays in school? Oh yeah, I, I once did one we, where I was a pirate. We did one about, yeah, we did one about the War of the Roses, uh, and there was like a song that was also like, so that we found was like, it was already a song that exists. It was like the twenty second of August, fourteen eighty five. Out went the House of York. The Tudors have arrived. <laughs> See, I once did a yeah. I once my year four production. I was a pirate. My line was, "There's a ship over there." Great line. <laughs> I I really stole the show with that one line in a two hour play. Uh, I was in a, I was in year two. I was in a production in school production in year two of uh, Oliver. You know the uh, musical version of Oliver Twist. Of course. Um, and I was a wheel. <laughs> Fucking hell! I got to turn an umbrella that was serving as a wheel, and I did have a, I did something else in it as well, but I didn't have any. Oh, and I was also in um, what's there's like a oh, I can't remember what the song was now. I'd have to like I've I've seen Oliver as well. Like I've actually seen the proper musical, the stage show. Yeah. Um, but I can't remember what song it was. But I know I had like a I had to pretend to have a drink in my hand, and you know it's like swaying it back and forth. I bet you. But I didn't do anything myself. And my best friend was like Oliver, so. <laughs> I bet you played that wheel magnificently. I think I did. I was like the best wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I was the best wheel in that production. I was actually so like, like thrilled that I wasn't the main character <laughs> or something. Even though I would never be because it's like school; they wouldn't force you to do the main role. If you didn't oh no, to. my my primary school was the cool people got the good roles. And the the the, oh, yeah. the the role the the children that the teachers didn't give a shit the cool teachers didn't give a shit about because it would be that it would be necessarily that the cool teachers would be in charge. I remember one year in my year six leave instruction, me and my friend, who were quite funny, I'm not just front out there, but we were, uh, wanted to be Ant and Deck, right? And they gave it to two people that just didn't. It, well, no, they were fine. But, like, it was because the cool teachers got on really well with them, and the cool teachers didn't like me and my friend. And it was just a bit like, 
that's a bit shit. I'm not bitter about it all these years later, but it does stick with me. So, <laughs> I actually remember there was a we had a kid in our in our year group. Uh, I actually ended up doing film and media studies with him, um, but this was in primary school. He was in my secondary school as well. Um, but he was obsessed with Doctor Who. Oh yeah. But his and he used to bring like bring his like sonic screwdriver into school and would play it in like the playground and that and that's how I kind of got into it. Oh nice. <laughs> I was like, I'll join in. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, I used to. I used to play Doctor Who all the time. My friends, my friends, when I was in primary school, they used to play Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and I'd be like, Can I be the Doctor, please? And they're like, No, you can be Angel the Vampire. And I'm like, But I want to be the Doctor. Like for a long time, I was Angel, but then I was like, No, I'm I'm Doctor from Doctor Who now. Screw yeah. you. I'm uh, I'm but... interrupting this game. Sorry for my friends who listen to this. Who I there's there's people that listen to this that genuinely played that game when they were seven to eight years old and they will vouch that I used to be like, no, I'm not a vampire, I'm the Doctor Doctor Who. Thank you. Um, this 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 kid actually did a, he did a Doctor Who thing during one of their school player class plays. He like had like his, his leather jacket and everything and he was like Christopher Eccleston Doctor. What a fucking legend. And he was on stage on his own to do like, to basically explain what Doctor Who is for like a, a minute. <laughs> Jesus Christ, the balls on the kid. And it was like I remember him because I remember him walking onto like the TARDIS sound effect and like looking around like he was amazed. Or something like that. I was like, I remember he was actually I like I actually he was a, he was decent, especially when we yeah he was one of those kids that did get bullied a lot, and I was just, that's why I kind of probably gravitated towards him. I was like, I I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel that. I feel that. Um, but when I was in school, I used to because talking about you were talking about obviously playing things you wanted to be the Doctor, and I remember playing like reenacting like Star Wars films and like Harry Potter and that but I was never the main character it would always be my friend that would want to be the main character even though I knew the things inside out and I'd be like no that's fine see I you, used you to Anna- you can be Anakin I'll be Obi-Wan no, 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 no. even though now I'd be like now I'd be like no I'm Obi-Wan no exactly the same <laughs> me and a me and a friend in school his name his name's Luke and especially in year six we would reenact and act out um episode freeze uh, fight on Mustafa, um, mm. and he would always be oh, yeah. Anakin, and I would always be Obi Wan. I used to be gutted because I always wanted to be, I always wanted to be Anakin. But now I'm like, no, I was the fucking, I was, I was Obi Wan, sweet. Actually, I just I agreed with you, and I was like, wait, no, because when Episode Three came out, I was in Year Five, and we didn't quite, we weren't quite doing that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Um, we would, we were. Uh, episode Two was my big one, and then like I think it was like the third Harry Potter. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because it was the coolest one. <laughs> and it is, it's the best one. But no, when it comes to like later school years, I got one of my friends into Star Wars around the time Revenge of the Sith came out. And we started writing our own Star Wars idea to play at break times. Yeah. Which was our own like 7, 8, and 9. <laughs> I fucking love that. And my friend was like coming up with all these characters and like brought in like new drawings of them every day. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. <laughs> Not to completely change the subject, but there is a massive flying spider in the room that I'm recording in. Maybe it's not a flying spider, but it is fucking mahusive. Crikey. No, that's, that, that's, that's, that's frightening. I don't like spideys. Yeah, neither do I. I'm kind of starting to freak out a little bit. Um... Where's it gone? Oh my god, it's gone! This is stellar podcast content, isn't it? Jesus! So, one of those fly, one of those fly one, flying ones. You mean basically like a day long legs? Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah, that's harmless, mate. You can just flatten it with your hand. Yeah, no, but I think it's gone. <laughs> I don't want it. Please bear with me, caller. I just want to see where it's gone. This, this is all staying in, by the way. No, I think it should. Genuinely, I don't think it should go anywhere. Harry's. This is going into <laughs> the script. <laughs> I, just... I don't. I've never usually bothered by spiders. Or Daddy Long Legs, whatever the fuck it is. What the fuck is that? Right. Right, okay. I'm gonna... I'm sorry to everyone that likes animals. But this is a bug, and I'm gonna kill it. Well, if it's a spider, it's an arachnid. Connor, please recap to the viewers what we've got so far, while I'm killing whatever the fuck oh. this is. We don't... What we have so far... Well, you know, the the, the Doctor's going to be impersonating like a, an assistant in the university because he's recently regenerated and he can't find his TARDIS. Um, and he doesn't have like all his resources on him because he's recently regenerated, which could explain why he's not also wearing his full-on outfit. So he's going to like go on this school trip or like 
help organize it maybe who knows um so that he can get to where he he knows his tardis to be but it's going to be in this restricted area um while on this trip he's also going to meet um his next companion who's going to be a, a small person maybe not small but you know they're going to be a person that's kind of <laughs> kind of <laughs> no yeah literally a little person i don't know it could be we haven't had any little person companions Bet. carry on um, who's going to be kind of isolated and they're going to not really have any friends yet because they've just started this this uh, university course that they're not... Yeah, they're, they're, they're passionate about, but they're not quite... They're not the kind of person who's going to go and make loads of new friends. And the, this person that intrigues them the most on this trip is the Doctor because he's, like, interesting, he's quirky, and he knows a lot. And they they kind of find you know enjoyment in one another that sounds weird but it's not going to be weird the characters of age it could be weird <laughs> who knows <laughs> doctor who after dark um Fuck's sake. i don't <laughs> I, I don't i don't know how much longer i'm meant to speak for well look, basically said right look bear in mind i'm currently stood on a bed with a microphone in my hand <laughs> trying to catch whatever the fuck this is i you know what for winging it i think we've done really well this episode oh no yeah we have, but I think it helps that like, I uh, that we've got you who's the Doctor Who nerd, and you've got me who I knows Doctor Who, but is trying to approach it from a writing standpoint. And yeah. I think this is genuinely, this is so far genuinely one of the best things I've ever contributed to writing wise. <laughs> I think this is also our strongest podcast at the moment. Oh no, it is. This has been so good. <laughs> right, look, we've just hit. Still can't find out fucking where the fuck yeah, is it. We've hit an hour. We've hit an hour. I think. I think should we should we stop here while we're on a high? I was like considering for the last ten minutes we've been talking about school. Yeah, maybe this yeah. is. <laughs> but I tell you what, I tell you what. For just for this next this week and next week, should we make next week's one a continue at the next part, and then we'll go to bi-weekly? I think yeah, we can do that. Yeah, we can jump onto it again next week. Just, I mean, unless anything happens, you know, that's big that we want to talk about. But like, no, there's nothing like we there was that there was obviously the playstation showcase but we're not speaking about that on the podcast right now just because we've spoke about it beforehand yeah um, all that kind of stuff you know the playstation showcase the spider-man trailer yeah. we'll we'll touch upon in our next kind of uh news centric episode maybe yeah possibly but like i'm 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 happy to keep this going next week okay yeah we'll keep do- talking about it yeah okay so next week we will cover a bit more about our main character get them fleshed out a bit more and um, possibly some settings. Yes, we will try and figure out some. We'll try and figure out the time travel aspect, or maybe even the villain aspect. We're not sure what yet. I think I think figuring out the villain will help figure out the time travel or what we use. Because I think it can't be a villain from the past, because that just makes no sense. I feel. <laughs> well, should we say? Should we say then? Over the next week we'll both go away and we'll come back with maybe a couple of ideas or some things to help flesh out our character but some ideas for the villain whether yeah. whether it's we'll, yeah and then we can brainstorm whether it's original whether it's a Doctor Who villain we'll yeah yeah yeah, yeah. a classic villain I feel like I'm going to rule out the master now I think yeah I think I think if we did do something like that I think we should make our own version of a Time Lord oh yeah no if we 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 could do something like it's another. That, I feel like if it's going to be like oh it's another Time Lord stranded on Earth or something like that who wants his Tardis, I feel like we would just have to do the Master. Just makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. But I also don't know if that complicates it a bit too much. I don't know. And how does what's the Master? We could just do it's John Sim Prime Minister Master again. <laughs> yeah, true. Well, okay. Look, let's no. go. Let's go away for a week. Let's both think of some ideas, and then we'll come back on the next podcast and we'll brainstorm. We'll see what works. Yeah, and um, you, you, there's there's places that you can tell us what you thought about this episode. There is. So look, we are on all elements of social media. Connor is going to start by telling you what his social media is. You can follow me at Connor Jordan underscore ninety six on Twitter. That's where I'm. I'm not as active on that one as I am my second one, but that's the one I want to be associated with the podcast. <laughs> that's fair. You can find me at Harry Young Edi- Harry Young Edits on twitter or go to my blog thereviewlab.org once again not really wrote wrote a lot on that recently but that's more like we said at the start of the episode life's kind of just kind of got in the way at the moment um but you can find us on all elements of social media so we are on facebook rockspock and two smoking microphones we are on twitter two smoking mics yeah 
Two Smoker Marks, yeah. And on uh, yeah, Two Smoker Marks Twitter, yeah. and on Instagram, Two Smoker Microphones, or you can find us at the Two Smoker Microphones Pod, pod uh, Two Smoker Microphones Podcast at Gmail dot com. Um, please get in touch. Let us know if you've got anything you think we can add to this to our main character. If you got any ideas for our main character. Um, you know anything let us know what you think about this episode do you like this kind of new thing we've got going I think I think it's very clear that me and Connor are enjoying this quite a lot um, oh yeah yeah this is the kind of this is the kind of content you're going to get and we this episode is one that we've very thoroughly enjoyed even though if I've, I've been trying to catch a fucking flying bug for 10 minutes um, <laughs> yeah um, I, I'm yeah. I'm very excited for I'm really, genuinely really excited for next week's episode now to to carry on oh, with yeah. the story. I'm excited to keep going with this story. I really like the ideas we've got so far. It's really starting to come together. Yeah. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, and yep. we will see you next week.